my wife and I, we got in the CJ5, you know, no top, no doors, and just started cruising the old uh, gravel roads. And it, it's about a 15-minute drive. You know, you're doing like 40, 45 miles an hour down gravel roads and go see old Rook's Ranch. And um, come to find out that uh, a good friend of ours, Ernie, uh, had just passed away uh, two days prior. Ernie uh, actually played for the Boston Celtics. Hi, ho Jeepers. I'm Tony, and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, where we put the fun in off-road fun. This is the only show where you can hear Jeep owners talk about things like mud, rocks, and giant tires, and not get weird looks. Yeah, we probably still get weird looks. So strap in, grab your favorite beverage, and get ready to laugh, learn, and have a damn good time. We guarantee that after listening to us, you'll have the sudden urge to go buy a Bronco. No, I'm sorry, Jeep. And hit the trails. <laughs> Don't say we didn't warn you. <laughs> hey, on tonight's episode, uh, we never like bad news, but I think this is uh, th- this is always good to give people a heads up. Uh, is Stellantis trimming thirty five hundred U.S. jobs? Of course they are. <laughs> Dang it. And Dang in, it. And in, don't don't kill the story. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Because you, you made the, the suspense. Statement. There's the yeah. suspense that we yeah, want. Yeah, hang on, everybody. Hang on. <laughs> Wendy may be lying. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> and uh, what's up, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I wrote that myself. Uh, hanging out with the Cowboys. That sounds fun. Uh, it does. It just, and it sounds somewhat smelly, but we'll find out more here in a few minutes. Uh, must have for your Jeep a freaking paper map. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, you oh guys have gosh. heard me complain about this since I got back Jeez. from EGS. <laughs> all right so in our announcements we want to go uh or rather yeah we do but uh do you want to go with us to ejs 2024 well wait a minute tony ejs 2023 just ended well you know we had 12 jts people at the ejs 2023 event and it was just so much freaking fun uh, we want you to be there with us next year. No, it's not really for the headcount or anything. We just want to goof off with you. So uh, I'm planning on reminding you guys several times throughout the year. And uh, and, and Wendy, uh, Chuck, you guys need to remind me because I'll forget about it until about a month before EJS 2024 and go, oh, <laughs> damn. I meant I to, be, to I meant to be reminding people about this. Yeah. <laughs> so mark your calendar, March 23rd through March 31st, 2024. Yeah, that's a week earlier than it was uh, this year. So uh, we're a little concerned about there might be snow (laughs) because we just missed the snow and uh, being in in April. So, uh, and of course, uh, uh, not so much fun, uh, but who knows? Maybe Josh can uh, figure figure a way out there. Uh, As you may have already heard, Josh has left the show. After 11 years, financial issues means he has to focus on money rather than volunteering for the show. Josh is still part of the team and will be for uh, well, until he dies. Uh, he just yeah, will, he's not free. Trust me. He's just no. not going <laughs> to. He's you, still there. You just won't hear from him every week on the show. But of course, like I've said before, the great news is there's, I'm sure, over 700 episodes of the 800 plus that we have where you can go back and hear Josh talk about all kinds of things. His legendary tech talks. Uh, just just a bunch of stuff. So the, Josh isn't gone, and uh, I'm sure he'll be back sometime in the future. Uh, now, I will say his mortgage is 30 years, so it may be 31 years before he, res- no. before he returns. Just, no. just saying. He's going to be back sooner. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, you can help uh, the show uh, and, and, and get us in a situation where it's 
less likely that financial situations that come up for us individually will cause the show not to be available to you. I, I, I don't want to I don't want to over exaggerate this, but financial problems do come up. But if the show is paying us uh, to do this show, we certainly would be here. At least we'd have one less reason uh, to, to be here <laughs> or one more reason to be here. So uh, you should think about becoming a Patreon subscriber today. Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and I know you're listening four times a week. Now, I think the best segment is Newbie Nuggets on Tuesday's episodes, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> Good morning, Jeep Talk Show. This is Chuck, and I'm still in my bathrobe. Oh, I thought what? you were going to say bathroom. I was uh, misreading. <laughs> I don't care. Great acoustics in there, you know? It's just the yeah. flushing, the timing of the flush is important. I've learned how to mute my mic at perfect oh increments. Oh, my God. That's amazing, Chuck. Your, the te- your technical expertise is increasing uh, geometrically. It's called prowess. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, and I know this affects you and so many of our listeners, but it does affect some of them. Uh, the Jeep hybrid tax credits is a change in. <laughs> no surprise there. No, of course not. Huh. They they got to have more of our money to you know pay for that green new deal. So plug in hybrid cars that qualify for th- now qualify for a thirty seven hundred dollar EV tax credit. Specifically, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the four XE twenty twenty two through twenty twenty three, and the Jeep Wrangler four XE also twenty twenty two through twenty twenty three. Now it was. Seventy-five hundred dollar uh, tax credit. Um, those things aren't aren't the, aren't they very expensive? Aren't the hybrids very expensive? And it wasn't that one of the reasons why they were able to sell these things is because of the tax credit. I think I, so. I think it was, but I, that doesn't sound like much of a credit at seventy-five hundred for the prices. I'm sorry, but I, is that by state or no, is that just a, federal? Federal. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, now. Now it's thirty-seven hundred bucks. Like yep. that that doesn't even pay for the freaking tires. Thirty-seven no. fifty. So there's you missed the fifty on there, Chuck. <laughs> God. Oh, dang it! Really? <laughs> you didn't say a, fifty either. I was just trying to stay like with the leader here, that, man. You said thirty-seven hundred, so that's what I. Damn it, Tony! Fifty bucks is a, a trip to Jack in a Box. So you know it's uh that, that there you go. The you, Jack- need, you need that. <laughs> So, is this going to dissuade you guys from uh, buying yes. a, an EV, a hybrid? Uh, that oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. If I don't have a tax credit, I'm not even going to consider it. I, mean, it, it I certainly, was, was going to go pay for one tomorrow, and now I'm not going to do it. Thank I mean, you, Tony. It certainly, <laughs> it certainly sweetens the deal, though, doesn't it? I mean, can't you? I mean, isn't that, that kind of goes back to no. the, the last episode where we're talking our spouse into spending money or something. Hey, we get a $7,500 tra- tax credit. The, the problem is if, with tax credits I, is... Is is they're trying to make it sound like you're getting a seventy five hundred dollar refund or something like that, and people don't understand that that's off your taxes. That just means that they're going to reduce your income levels by that dollar amount that you won't be paying taxes on. So where's the benefit? Like nobody gets to see that. You're still paying taxes. Yeah, at the end of the deal, all the freaking car salesman doesn't give you seventy five hundred dollars cash in a briefcase. You know, that's, that's not how it works. Oh, that would be, be cool, awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> either that or one of those really big checks that you get like at a golf tournament or something. A big hardcore <laughs> check. I would never cash it. I would just staple it to the like office ceiling. 
<laughs> just leave it there forever. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's a good point. Just because it's $7,500 doesn't mean you're getting actual $7,500 because it really no. depends on your tax liability. Yeah, and most of us forget it. If you're buying those kind of vehicles, you no, it's not, it's not worth it, people. Not worth it. So, do you guys uh, have uh, the no income tax at your state whenever you're, uh, like they do one day of school supplies, like right before school starts, they'll do a, a no tax uh, tax day or weekend, I think. Where this is California. <laughs> yeah. I, on, on that weekend, they, they double tax you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I don't know. So, I would like to say out loud right now for every listener that's ever thinking about moving, Kansas is actually one of the highest taxed states. What a shithole place this thing is. Are Don't you ever serious? think about moving here. Oh yeah. I mean they tax the crap out of us. What? It is absolutely Why? right. <laughs> Come on. I, I think it's to keep people away. I honestly think oh. it's to keep people out of this state because we have more cows than people here in this state, and there's a reason cows don't pay taxes. Wow. Yeah. It sucks. Because I, I, I figured California, uh, New York, they're, you know, maybe Chicago be the highest taxes because it's ridiculous. There's what a lot of, California. yeah, there's a lot of hidden stuff that they don't tell you about. And as a business owner, you learn very quickly. Oh, yeah. You get taxed because they're having to process your tax. And you're like, this, this doesn't make sense. So thanks for bringing that up, Tony. <laughs> hey, anything I can do to help is, you know, that's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, if if Chuck had bought a new car, he could have had a thirty-seven fifty thirty-seven fifty. Hell yeah! <laughs> not not instead a of, not a new of, one, but a no. hybrid electric. Yeah. Oh god. Hybrid. That sound. That just screams Chuck. So you so you get so you get seventy five hundred dollars off, which will buy you a about twenty percent of a new battery pack for that vehicle. If you're lucky, <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky. Well, so, listen, I, uh, I, know, I know Tony mentioned something about Stellantis trimming jobs, but if you guys want to remember back in late February, they indefinitely halted operations at several plants. Yeah. Um, and also throughout the world, they were halting vehicle production. So now they're looking to redor reduce their hourly workforce, offering incentive packages to workers, maybe about a $50,000 payment to those workers. What do you guys think about that? Well, hired before 2007. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I wonder if this has anything to do. Does anybody get any kind of a feeling that this has something to do with uh, getting rid of union workers? Or because yeah. obviously it's it's cheaper to uh, arbitrate uh, how much you want to pay somebody individually and not through a, uh, a labor t a union type thing. Well, I mean, obviously, if they get rid of workers, then they need to hire later on do they have to use a union is that what yeah, you're saying that's, that's what i'm saying is, is that mm -hmm. if, if they're finding a way to get rid of these folks and they're paying them off uh and they're going to pay the new ones less so they'll they'll make up that those fifty thousand dollar payments pretty easy and fifty thousand doesn't go very far especially now it and it sure sounds like this is an age thing oh. anybody hired before 2007 oh, okay so what year is it right now i mean you just do some back you know so anybody, I mean, they're over, you know, I don't know, do the 50? math. What do you think? They're over 50? 25 years old, right? So, I mean, yeah. So you're like, okay, 25 plus, you know, age of 20. So you're at 45. Yeah. So, I mean, they're really just trying to get rid of elderly anybody, or something. Right. They're just trying to get a younger workforce in there 
that you, they could say, well, you don't have the um, on-the-job training or r- whatever, so you're not worth, you know, what, you know, Billy Joe over here was making, you know, so much an hour or so much annually, you're not going to make that much because you don't have, you know, 20-something years experience. That's what, as a, me, that's what I see. I well, see uh, just the elderly. And also, too, I think it has to do with that retirement package or plan, so they don't want them to work as long. Because they have to continue to pay them out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you get them yeah. in in younger, get rid of them sooner. You don't have any of that later stuff that happens if you're there for twenty or thirty years. Hmm. Correct. Well, they said there was about five thousand of those workers accepted the buy the buyouts. So I guess if you're close to retirement or you're thinking about it, maybe that fifty thousand dollars doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a, I mean, like I said, that 50000 doesn't go very far. So mm-hmm. you'd almost have to find another job. And if you were in a, a place where the main jobs are uh, UAW workers at uh, Stellantis or one of the other car manufacturers, I don't think any of the car manufacturers are having a very good time right now. Uh, I mean, I know Tesla's stock is down, but as far as uh, how they're doing as a company, uh, they seem to be the, the main game in town. Uh, especially with uh, so many uh, avenues, including the federal government, pushing the electric vehicles, which I think is a mistake. I think we all think that's a mistake. But Well, we all know it is. Right. Hmm. Well, when, when I did get to I, – I got to go see the, uh, the Gladiator getting built uh, before it was actually um, exposed. Uh, I got invited into the um, – oh, gosh dang it, where, where the hell was it? Where all the Jeeps are built there oh, for I the Willis Overland. Yeah, Toledo. Uh, there's not a lot of people inside. I mean, everything is automated. Like it was like the one of the coolest things for this country boy to see. There's painted lines on the ground, and there's just little robots moving everything around, and very few people. I think I, I might have seen um, 20 people working, and they were all very young. There was not too many people. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really surprised they're trying to get rid of people because there just wasn't any. Yeah, well, I mean, the numbers aren't uh, in the tens of thousands or even 5,000. I thought the numbers seemed kind of low. I mean, it's not if you're one of those 3,500 people, but uh, I I actually was surprised the number was that low. So, uh, I mean, we've been reporting on the Belvedere plant uh, being closed down. I think that was the the death nail to uh, the uh, the new uh, Jeep Cherokee. Uh, Mm -hmm. And... uh, uh, so it, it's an ongoing thing, and I guess it will be the, in a in a down a down in com, economy, and especially with interest rates being higher, I'm sure it's harder to uh, to sell vehicles. Uh, you know, we had talked about uh, people taking longer uh, taking longer loans and longer leases because yeah. of, the, uh, of the interest rate hikes, and I know that's hurting uh, the car sales. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think Ford recently announced they're going to do some job cuts in Spain, uh, some other parts of Europe. And in Germany, I think. So, yes, they're also doing the same thing, mm-hmm. making some cuts. Well, the good news is that's not the U.S. <laughs> well, that isn't, but I think they're still going to have to make some kind of a cuts yeah. with the jobs uh, yeah. in probably North America for sure. So, I don't know. We'll have to see what, what they do. Well, it's hope happening all over, uh, sadly, but uh, that's the way the economy is. It goes up, it goes down, and yeah. uh, we'll, uh, I'm sure it'll be back up. But thank God they're still making Jeeps. All right, so uh, actually Chuck asked this question in our, our last flagship episode. What the hell is Patreon? Uh, Chuck, did you ever get a reasonable response? Do you know what the hell Patreon is now? 
Patreon is a thingy that we can listen to each other talk. That's what I think. <laughs> so it's a lot like Skype is what you're saying. What? <laughs> yeah. A thingy? Is that an actual word, a thingy? I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Like uh, on the job side oh, or on the ranch, hey, this. go get that thingy for me. Yeah, can, go get that thing. Yeah. I can see you doing constructional uh, drawings and thingy number one and it goes into thingy yes, number two. Yes, it makes perfect sense. I know what yeah. that is. Ab like, A goes into sloppy. I was going to say exactly like that. So, you know, Patreon is a service that allows the Jeep Talk Show to make uh, a little income from all the effort we put in. Yeah, feel bad for us. Uh, of course, nothing is free. We have to pay out of pocket with our, uh, with our money and our time. Uh, you know you love this show, and there's over 800 episodes of entertainment about Jeeps. If you get anything out of this show, consider subscribing to the show through Patreon. No, we don't need your bank account. We don't need you to donate all your world, worldly possessions. We're not a cult. Well, not yet. Uh, just $5 a month will go a long way. It's very easy to sign up. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look for Patreon at the top of the page. Don't try searching for Jeep Talk Show on Patreon as we're not listed. Think of us as Patreon's dirty little secret. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Chuck, what's up? I mean, you're hanging out with cowboys. Oh, Is that yeah. anything like yeah. jeeping? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> like jeeping, isn't it? Because that's what, it, what jeepers do. They hang out. It's a family, man. Yeah. It's, a, it's a totally big family so i i haven't you know and, and anybody that's built their jeep or worked on their jeep or owns a jeep knows that you know you just some weekends you just don't get to and uh sitting with uh, my wife oh i think it was saturday um you know i just looked at her and said you know I, I have a really strong feeling we need to go over to rook's ranch uh, rook's ranch is a good friend of mine a good cowboy and uh, an amazing client we uh, we actually spent uh, almost two years out there working on his ranch for him and uh made that he's got i think a little over fifteen thousand acres just a, a neat 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 dude and uh you know we're located here in the flint hills of kansas so um currently we we we're burning it's in what's called burning season so we burn all of the um prairie grass so kansas has the last one percent of native um prairie grass in the nation uh left so we're kind of like a, this cool little own habitat of ourself and um so we my wife and i we got in the cj5 you know no top no doors and just started cruising the old uh gravel roads and it, it's about a 15 minute drive you know you're doing like 40 45 miles an hour down gravel roads and go see old rooks ranch and um come to find out that uh, a good friend of ours ernie uh had just passed away uh, two days prior, Ernie uh, actually played for the Boston Celtics. Uh, super, super good guy. He was 98 years old. So uh, last weekend, literally just hung out with old cowboys, and um, they had their side by side. We had our jeep, and uh, we watched them burn about 14,000 acres with some of the other cowboys, and you know, of course, drank some beer and just stories and. It was uh, one of those moments where a young, young cowboy like myself can look up to the older generation and go, man, they just don't make them like that anymore. And the old generation can look down on us and say, you know, <laughs> they don't the, make uh, us, they don't the make cult. us like that anymore. <laughs> make us like that. No, uh, actually he, he, um, he kind of took my hand and he said, you know, you, 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 you make me think that the world's not going to hell. 
Oh, nice. You know, like there is still, there is still the culture that that is there, and um, it was a, it was a good good weekend. Um, after we were done, I mean, we spent. I think we went over there about eight o'clock in the morning after we were done with chores, and we came back. I don't know about three or four in the afternoon, and you know, I went and sat down in the in the shop and looked at the scrambler and just decided, ah, oh, it's too late, you know, and I don't really don't really, really want to work on it anymore but it was one of those moments in a young man's life that you go okay you know life life is good still got to go for a jeep ride still got to do some stuff but mostly it was just cowboy cowboy stuff this weekend that was great so very very happy that i get to do that uh, every once in a while but looking forward to um next weekend we're actually going to be working cows and getting them out to pasture so life here will be a lot less hectic so get to uh, finishing the the rolling chassis on the scrambler and start cutting up the body to to fit on all this modified um suspension that'll be that'll be a good change of good change of pace i'm kind of tired of the, the rolling frame right now the rolling chassis i'm, I'm wanting to put the body on so. yeah you get the itch to uh, make progress on it although you've made a lot of progress on it already i mean just getting the the new frame on there was a, was a big deal yeah yeah and, and we you know, hand making all the stuff. It's not like you can just, you know, bolt it on. You, I mean, you're, you're literally, you know, you're measuring. You you put it up there. You 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 weld it. You tack it in place. You do some stuff. You cut it apart. You bring it over there. You change it. And you, like my my skid plate. Oh my goodness! I probably mounted it a dozen times, and then modified it. You know, take it off, modified it, make the parts, put it back on, and you know, move back and forth. So. But it, there's uh, just something. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Chuck. I'm sorry about your friend, but I think what's important about that story is that part of what our Jeep life is is that we go through and we enjoy the journey and we take our time to stop, listen, look, view, hang with friends. I just, it's very moving that you took the time to do that, and I, I think it's, I think they probably appreciated it as well. But the fact that you shared that with people because. It's not about just driving to some location and doing a rock crawling and you're done and go home and fix whatever you right. broke. It's really about the time that you spend with people. It's about making those friendships. It's about making connections. And um, thank you for sharing that. It actually, that's really what it's all about. Well, it's, it's neat yeah, that you, you mentioned it. that, uh, Wendy, because that's exactly how I felt about EJS. Uh, it was nice being out there and seeing the scenery. But the thing that I took away from it was all the people that I got to meet and uh, the, the people that I know that are in the, the Zoom meeting every week. Uh, there were several of them that I've never met that, that now I've met in person. And it just, it deepens the relationship. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, I mean, it was Saturday, you know, and, and uh, I actually had to do some work on Saturday, which I, I don't typically like to do. And uh, uh, we I had some guys, uh, actually, I was roofing uh, another cowboy's house that um, we leased to him on our ranch and needed another roof so i paid my guys some side money and they they went and did that but you know you come back and you look at your wife and you go there's just something inside my soul that says i need to go over there you know and i haven't seen Ro roger actually owns rook's ranch and i haven't seen roger oh my gosh probably pushing almost a year and i used to spend every sunday at Rook's Ranch. We actually called it church. It was just cowboy church, but all we did was drink beer and, you know, goofed off. And, you know, to to uh to have that like part of your soul 
people that says, hey, you need to go over there. And we didn't have any idea that Ernie had passed away. And Ernie was Roger's best friend. And uh, to go over there and, you know, here's the ranch working like it has to. I mean, you can't stop. But, you, you know, I mean, just the look on his face when we came up, just this giant smile, you know, and it was like, okay, this is all things in the universe are good today. This is the right thing to do. And the scrambler didn't go anywhere. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll get to the scrambler. The cows didn't go anywhere. I'll get to the cows. The work didn't go anywhere. I'll get to them. So I was very happy to, uh, to spend time with, a, with another soul. It was good. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned this, too, because I think a lot of people uh, get the feeling that all you're doing is working. I know that's the way you feel from time to time. And it, it's, oh, yeah. it's good to hear that you're doing something that um, is, it's, it is as important or more important than the work that you do. Yes, 100%. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and you guys talked about your power tanks. And I got a great idea. Instead of filling up your tires with CO2, why don't we just fill them up with helium and make our Jeeps a little bit lighter and a little more <laughs> bouncy on the trail, just bounce up those obstacles. Or even a better idea, how about we fill the tires up with hydrogen? That's even lighter than helium. What could possibly go wrong there? <laughs> well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that I caught my daughter chewing on an electrical cord. Oh, yeah, I, just I had a grounder. All right, boys and girls, oh. I'll chat you later. Yeah, God dang, that is funny stuff right there. <laughs> it's so funny. I saw that on Facebook uh, just uh, about two days ago. And I saw it coming, too. <laughs> well, I didn't see it on Facebook. I thought that was hilarious, Nikki G. Thank oh, you. Oh, it is. It's funny. <laughs> All right. So, uh, some more must-have stuff. And if you're a regular listener to the show, you know why I'm talking about a freaking paper map. <laughs> okay. I don't understand why, when you got to Moab, you did not just pick this up. I mean... I'm sure they have them in yeah. all the stores. I didn't see a region. Walmart. I didn't see anything It wouldn't be there. in Walmart. It'd be I in a gas station. It anything. would be in a gas station. When you go to a new town and you don't know anything, you got to pick up a paper map. Well, they need <laughs> to put it on the bathroom door or hanging in there right oh next my. to the Trojans because well, now, I now didn't you see know. that. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. <laughs> you see, I didn't actually say it. I just said the name brand. Everybody uh, knows. They know what you were doing. Oh, or, or coffee. And, and don't put coffee in a Trojan. It's just not a, a good look. <laughs> Bubblegum is very chewy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but I don't know that they would have the National Geographic Moab Greater yes, Region. It's Moab. It's a central location where all kinds of people come and they recreate. So, yes, but, but this would is it be there. Would it be a good one like National Geographic one? Or? Yes, it will be this one. Trust me, I'm pretty sure of it. So, you know what, Tony? Oh, so you're know. not certain. So that's what so you well, say. You no, don't know. I'm, I'm saying because it's a destination place, I'm almost, uh, I'd be 99% sure that that's probably there. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. But You know, I didn't should, even think about it. I mean, but, but years but ago, that's tell, of course, that's where you would go and find a yes, map. Is it, you it, still it, can't do that. At a gas station. Should, yeah. You should, tell, you should tell the listeners why we're having this conversation. Uh, so, uh, I've, I've forgotten. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So, uh, I was up on the uh, metal masher in, uh, in Moab and I got off by myself and I had to find my way down the mountain all by myself, which is, it's fine. There's a, there's a trail sort of, and, uh, I was, uh, I was following it sort of, and uh, I made it down just fine. Uh, I almost got off the thing uh, all by myself. 
So, but it would have been uh, reassuring to have a, a map for the trail system uh, at Moab. So I'm telling you, before you go off-road, not just <laughs> Moab, but before you go off-road someplace, because you may get separated from uh, the other folks, one reason or another. Uh, perhaps if it's gotten had enough of you. Uh, I'm not saying that's what happened to me, but it, it could be. Uh, <laughs> you can get uh, on Amazon uh, a waterproof, tear-resistant topographic map and this is going to cost you $15 so worth it yeah and if you're a prime member it's going to be free shipping so it really is $15 well plus tax and uh, it is a premier destination for mountain biking hiking and yes biking I saw people on bikes out there it's just just, Mm -hmm. I mean terrifying places on bikes Uh, hiking whitewater rafting four wheeling and more Moab offers adventure and recreation on one of the most iconic landscapes in the United States, National Geographic's Trails Illustrated map of Moab was, were created in partnership with local land management agencies and adventure experts to provide unmatched detail of the area uh, with a useful up-to-date information guide to enrich your visit. Uh, you check out our show notes here for episode 805 and you will see a nice little link uh, to this, uh, this product at Amazon.com. So, uh, Chuck, Wendy, do you guys all have uh, paper maps that you keep in your Jeeps? absolutely. 100%. I teach it with my newbies. I say it on the show uh, because... I had never heard it before. It was just something that came to me me when I was lost. No, no, no. I think how the word was is on that episode we talked about it. You were talking about your EGS experience. You went to the bathroom every time. It was like... I, I don't listen to your show, Wendy. I don't listen to any part that you do. I'm in the bathroom doing something else. Wendy who? But, but yeah, exactly. So, Tony, I have a question, though. Uh-huh. And I wanted to ask you last time when you were saying this, how is it possible that you got separated with a trail group? Because one of the rules that I teach is you never leave anybody out there. So, who left you? And I don't need to know names, but how did you get separated so you were by yourself? So, uh, there was a, 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 an LJ that lost its front drive shaft, and, right. and Greg, uh, from Unofficial Use Only, a trail lead on that, that run, uh, was, uh, was waiting. He, he was not going to leave, even though they were being taken care of. He was not going to leave until they got to uh, where we were, at the very top uh-huh. of the plateau, and uh, then uh, he was going to go with them to the, the end of the trail to make sure that that lady and her uh, LJ got off, of, uh, off the mountain. And uh, I, I just felt the right thing to do was to, to stay there uh, and stay there with Greg. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it was very cold, very windy, very cold up there. And I was uh, taking uh, uh, some breaks going into the Gladiator to warm up. Uh, and uh, in one of my warm-ups, I fell asleep. Oh. And uh, I was uh, uh, awakened, awoken to some uh, tapping on my uh, side uh, glass and they were saying that uh, I think it was a, um, a tread lightly person that was saying uh, that they were all they were clearing everybody out in the group and uh, and I'm thinking to myself man it's, it's starting to get dark so I'm gonna go ahead and go and uh, there was nobody to uh, well I'm sorry there was somebody to follow it was one of the rev kit guys in a very modified vehicle very modified Jeep and uh, there was a, a not a bad shelf right there to, to leave and they went up and over it uh, with ease and i had gone up many times on the shelves uh, very easily but uh, i realized that the problem was is that i had somebody to follow and i wasn't right behind this guy i wasn't ready at that moment to to go up the thing mm-hmm. okay and, and i looked at the two, the two shelf choices and i went with the one that looked like was the easiest 
and the gladiator just would not go up. It, it, it was getting stuck. Oh. I heard it rubbing on something underneath. Oh, wow. So I didn't choose my line properly. I didn't realize it at the time uh, that that was what the issue was, that I was just copying everybody else. Okay. I didn't have enough uh, experience, even though there's a lot of it on, uh, on Metal Masher. I didn't have enough experience to, to pick the right line. Now, odds odds were that I, I could have picked the right line, and that would have been fine following this guy down the, down the trail. But I didn't. He didn't wait. <gasps> so oh. I so I tried the other shelf that looked to me to be more difficult, and I couldn't make up that make it up that one either. And I kind of slid sideways on it, trying to get up and over it because you know, screw it, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I wasn't I wasn't in a hurry. It's just like screw it, I know I can do this. I'm just going to go. And and you know how the jeeps will slide sometimes. So I started backing up, and whenever there was the crunching and gnashing of of plastic. <laughs> for me backing into the tree right uh, that's whenever the tread lightly and quadratech folks sprang to life and said oh crap this guy's damaging his jeep hold it hold it hold it hold it and then once that had happened they helped me pick a line i think they even stacked some rocks i don't think the rocks were necessary i just needed the the right place to go yeah and, and then i got up and over that shelf cool and now the rev kit guy is gone mm-hmm. and i'm not catching up with him you know so yeah well, that's uh, not very nice yeah so uh, i mean i'm not blaming the guy i mean it's just I, I didn't think any i didn't think of anything about you know being left alone but there's a code uh, just a regular code if you've got people following you then you take care of them i mean well, just don't. i'm not going to leave anybody behind but no, i don't i would but, never. but i don't know that uh I, I didn't know that he was supposed to wait for me um yes yeah i mean yeah. I, I, I understand the, I, I don't i don't know that he even knew i was coming I don't know what they told him. So anyway, that's how I got up there uh, by myself. And I could have just stopped, turned around, and went back to where the, the Tread Lightly guys were uh, in the Quadratech and waited. But but there was food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's food. No, I looked at it like it's a trail. I've been on this trail all damn day. All I have to do is just follow the trail. Uh, and if I'm heading down and it's not a, a sheer cliff, then I'm, in the, I'm going the right direction. So I wasn't overly worried about it, but I got a little concerned as, as time passed and uh, and the trail was not super clear. So yeah, and that 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 is the the reason why I said, well, this is dumb. I used to fly planes, and when you flew planes, you did not rely on instrumentation uh, for navigation alone because mm-hmm. those things can fail. Uh, and uh, there's uh, magnetos that keep the engine going. But you may lose power to all the instruments you have on the dash. So you're supposed to have a flashlight and a paper map, a sectional, that you can fly by. And, and that is, to me, the, the exact same thing, the same way you should look at it when you're going off-road in a Jeep. Because GPS, uh, Trails Off-Road, uh, Onyx, all that stuff. Yeah, the, the, certainly the cell phone, tablet, whatever. All those things can cannot can work, fail, or have a problem. So you need to have your own self-contained navigation abilities. So I love paper maps so much. The paper map that I had of Desolation Wilderness is I actually had forever framed. Cost me over five hundred dollars. Oh my god! I framed it because my boys and I almost went on every single small little black line on that map. Wow, that is so cool. It's the map that we had for. Oh gosh, I don't know how many years. And we, I, when I lived in Desolation Wilderness, I was out there every single weekend, and I now have it framed. I'll have to take a picture of it and send it to you. Tell I, I would love to see it. Put it in the show. Yeah, yeah. I one hundred 
percent believe in paper maps. Oh, and I would say too, you probably want to throw in a compass. What's those those compasses that have the little What's plastic that? square thing that that you can do navigation with? Lensatic. Lensatic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, we yeah we actually have a map that uh, Don Alexander produced of all of our trails up here in the Big Bear Mountains, the mountain, the whole mountain region of the forest that is on board as well as other paper maps but that is wonderful because it lists the different trails by difficulty um it's it's just great so you always should have a paper map on any region in any part of this country if i was going to go to texas or or smoky mountains or the jeep invasion i'm going to grab a map a local map of just some cities to figure out i mean the streets not the cities um and or try to find off-road maps for trails specifically um, if we were ever to go to Colorado, which is on our list as well, I would definitely be doing that because you just never know. I mean, you can say that GPS is great. You can say that your cell phone has it. You can have Onyx. You can have any of those different programs. But if you lose power, <laughs> like we did with wiring, or if you um, just your cell service doesn't work or you don't have a connection, man. And if I think today, though, Chuck, maybe you, you would agree with me on this. I think a lot of people don't even know how to read maps today, like paper maps. I was just going to suggest that when you're out navigating with the GPS and stuff, you might want to switch over to the map and just have some practice. Yeah, just well, to see. The, so a map is absolutely worthless if you can't triangulate your location. Mm -hmm. So Correct. if you get lost out... Well, you just look for the you are here, uh, like at, at the mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it comes around star. that little red dot. <laughs> right. How do they know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I know I've talked about this before, and, and I'm a huge advocate for it uh, as an outdoorsman, is Terrain Association Land Navigation. And a part of Terrain Association and Land Navigation is be being able to triangulate your location by finding terrain that you can associate just by the visual. You can see it and then find it on the map. And then you have to use a compass, like you were just talking about, to find what's called an azimuth and a back azimuth. And then that you can actually write on your map and you triangulate your location. Once you know where you're at, then you need to know where you want to go. Then that map can get you from point A to point B. But without those first two things, the map is worthless. 100% worthless. So it, uh, I strongly believe in being able to do that. So. Well, I mean, if it's leaves or a map, that's uh, much better to wipe with than uh, leaves. So it's not worthless. <laughs> so we're back to poop it's not worth I see. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, it's not we're, all, we're always you, a half you, step you. from that, uh, Wendy. You yeah. should know this. I believe <laughs> I, I blame Nikki G for all the poo jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He started it. It's all can't, his fault. Can't go wrong with he a body did. joke. <laughs> Quoting Nikki G. <laughs> So, Wendy, I think you guys have been working on a new website, and would you say it's a, a 411 website? What would you call it? Uh, well, you can just type in Trails 411, um, and we've just updated everything. So, that means that we put in some new pictures. We've kind of realigned it. It's really easy to read, easy to do. We now have a section for reviews, so people that use our services and that we've been getting re good reviews on that but it's really fun it's fun to see the kind of work that we're doing with corporate um we're doing different tire manufacturers where we actually help them with their tests and their launch their product launches we do training for um, people that are new people that are looking for recovery classes and how not to get stuck and what what actual 
materials and things to buy or need your tools. We also do um, rock crawling classes too. So we're, we're good. It's good. It's all nice. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's, I put the, in the show notes for the link. So uh, I'm just doing a search. I mean, certainly people can go to the link, but if, uh, if they don't want to do that, if they wanted to do a, a search for the website, what would be the best thing to do? Uh, well, they can just type trails with the space 411, or they could type in www.jeep4x4school.com. Either one of those will take you right to the website. Okay. Okay. I remember this, this website. So let me, let me give you, uh, and this is something that you guys might have already discussed. You have several names. <laughs> you don't just have one name. Uh, like the website is jeep4x4school.com, but you just said uh, Country Trails 411, I think. No, um, so Jeep 4x4 School was what Don started originally, uh-huh. but because that's what the URL and all the people know how to find everybody, that's staying. But when you type trails with the space 411, it goes right to it. So that's what we do. And I don't know, we haven't had any issues or problems. I know people saying, well, what is it called? But we did trails 411 because Jeep 4x4 School was limiting the fact that we could do trucks and other types of vehicles like Subarus or anybody who wanted to go overlanding and or driving. So that's kind of where the difference is there. Gotcha. So uh, jeep4x4school.com is the website that you guys have updated, and that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, and again, you could also type Trails411, and it'll go right to it as well. So so our Facebook page, Instagram is all updated as well. So it's pretty cool. I don't know. I think it looks great. It's easier to read. There's a lot of good information. Don's written a lot of books. You can see all the books. You can, you know, buy them off of Amazon. Um, And then again, having that uh, resource page of different stuff that we've done, corporate partnerships and events. It's cool. Mm -hmm. So check it out. So what was the things that you that you guys updated? What was the change? You mentioned pictures, uh, uh, reviews. How are the reviews going? We're doing great. Um, we've reached out to quite a few people who have done reviews, um, people that have taken classes from us from a corporate standpoint, from an individual student standpoint. Um, just it's been nice to be able to show that. And people were doing reviews for us in the past. But we couldn't find them anywhere. Like, we didn't know where you could go look to see. Mm-hmm. Are we doing a good job or not? So, now we have them so that anybody who visits the website can see that there's other people who have had great exp- you know, uh, experience. Um, we're also highlighting Don Alexander. Um, he has so much knowledge in this industry, and he's written so many books and so much knowledge that uh, we're highlighting that as well. So, we just sort of updated it, made the website look a little more current, if you will, mm-hmm. um, as far as just a fresh look to it, uh, updated some of the Jeeps in the picture so that they're more, you know, stuff that we're doing right now with the same Jeeps. So, yeah. Right. So, when I did a, a Trails 411 search, uh, which can be different than the one you see because uh, Google will actually uh, tailor it to, to you, uh, what I see is the very top uh, selection is YouTube. Trails 411, Powering yep. Your Adventure, Yep, and which, that's, which is y'all's, right? Right. Okay. It's a YouTube channel. Yep, mm-hmm. and uh, nothing wrong with going there. Uh, and then the Facebook Trails 411, uh, 411 comes up, which uh, I, I don't know if that's y'all's or not, but it says Trails 411, so it must be. Yeah. Uh, Instagram Trails 411, Don Alexander comes up. And then we get down to Trails 411, uh, which is the website that you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but all those are, are good things uh, if people are interested in uh, uh, Trails 411. Uh, don't yep. be confused by the uh, uh, 
the uh, Jeep 4x4 school. It's all part of the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of, we tried to mix and get everything down to one name only, but it's so much history, we couldn't leave the Jeep 4x4 school because that has a lot of stuff behind it. And then on the website, you can click on different videos, which take take you to the YouTube channel as well. And then YouTube channel, obviously, there's some great videos in there to learn about all kinds of things to do with Jeeps and off-roading. Yeah, I don't want to make this a, uh, a website how-to type thing, but I just want to check and make sure that you're aware of it. You can actually take uh, keep using the Jeep4x4school.com and put a redirect on that domain. So when everybody, anybody goes to Jeep4x4school.com, it'll redirect to your the website like Trails411, for example, if you had Trails411.com. Uh, the new the new site that uh, encompasses things uh, the school and other things as well. Mm-hmm. So that way you could still use that and still be able to uh, have the the popularity of that site, but it it it, it directs people over to the new site. So yeah. you, don't, you don't lose anything except maybe gaining a little confusion about well this isn't where I thought it was going. I think that's what they've done with the Trails Four One One is redirecting to the Jeep Four by Four School because yeah. that's already been established. Right. It's been there for years, yeah. so it's I however you guys want to do it. But I would recommend yeah. going the opposite direction because I know I think the, we tried, but the, I, I don't know. I didn't. The, the gal well, that helped us was awesome. So yeah, but you know, if, yeah, if I can help you, I'm happy to do it. I, I do a I lot of it. that for Jeep Talk Show. Uh, well, we have cool. we got a bunch of domains that all point over to uh, JeepTalkShow.com, including okay. JeepTalkShow.org, JeepTalkShow.inc. Uh, right. Jeep Talk Show, Your Mama, all those. Uh, oh, that's cool. Directed. All right. I will definitely look into that. That's a great suggestion. So Thank let's you. let's jump over to Chuck to wake him up. <laughs> yeah. You said something about mothers. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like mothers. All righty. So we're excited to announce that in our next interview episode, we'll be featuring a special guest interview with Justin Murray. And is it, Wendy, is it Murray or Murray? Uh, I would think it was Murray. Just the regular Murray, not Murray. Yeah. No, I think it's Murray. Okay. Uh, The man behind the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, which uh, Chuck has said he's going to this year, which is great because it's just right there, (laughs) North Mexico and Tennessee. Yeah, Yeah, it's right in his backyard, he said, didn't he? Yep. It's going to ride a cow. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. are you <laughs> now he's interested? Are you going to the great well, Smoky Mountain Jeep invasion? Well, you may after listening to this great interview. Be sure and tune into our next interview episode to catch this exclusive interview. You do not want to miss it. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Jeep Talk Show. And if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And also be sure to follow us on all the social medias like Facebook, Instagram, you name it, to stay up to date on... Not (laughs) Pinterest. Yeah, not Pinterest. Yeah, we're not there. (laughs) Well, we could be, though. How, How to add things to your Jeep. Anyway, follow us on all those social medias. Stay up to date on the latest Jeep news and events. All right, what is the best Jeep modification to go off-road at Easter Jeep Safari? You! You just get in your Jeep and you drive! Broadcasting since 2010.